rip-roar and ready to go. Yeah, that's right. I was glad. I was ready, ready to go. Moving house. Moving yeah. house. That's appropriate, you might say. Uh, it's a bit of a theme of this um, film yeah. that we're talking about today. Uh, I do love that this is like straight back into, like this is our, we, you know, we got we got our bonds done. By the way, yeah. can, can we just, I think, welcome back, by the way. Welcome back to Dan yeah. Dan. Critics are down. Yeah. My welcome name is Morgan the- Roberts. And my name is Dominic Fitzgerald. And thank you for rejoining us, all you non-bond heads. Yeah. Thanks. I literally, like whatever percentage, I want to say 80%, 90%. We're back. We're back in the bargain bin. Mm. Um, absolutely peak bargain bin yep. boys reviewing films that nobody yep. knows about and everyone's forgotten exactly. about. Exactly. Oh, but we have to do the Nolstice. Oh, on the <laughs> hottest and longest day of the year. Summer Nolstice. <laughs> but we Is have to year? do this. Yeah. A year since we started the Nolstice. That's right. Yeah. And and so we have to, before we get back into these quality niche picks mm. slash uh, family treasures slash yep. forgotten eighties flicks slash whatever slash the fuck warm you want to slash warm blankets whatever the yep. theme of this podcast you decide for yourself. You before yes. we do that, we do unfortunately and for, fortunately for some, unfortunately for other edge lords out there, we have to jump back into uh, the bastion no of cinema. Yeah, the hero, cinema. The, the savior. That is Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I think people have to acknowledge that we're saying this tongue in cheek. Like, yeah, yeah, we're fans, but also, you know, yeah. like. We're fully cognizant of the impact that he's had <laughs> on cinema and its fans. But I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say we're, um, you know, we're not. Uh, he's not the second coming. Yeah. You know. you'll, you'll never catch us on r slash Daddy Nolan, what do they call him? Do they have a know. like a Daddy Papa Nolan? Zaddy like Nolan? Zaddy is, Nolan? I don't want to. Oh man, there's parts of Reddit that I don't want to go, and I yeah. that's one of them. Uh, I just <laughs> avoid all of Reddit. Reddit's not my bag. Not um, my bag. This is so moving house is a theme. I think of this. Uh, you, you what? Yeah, a very I'm casual, to think of, a low key casual. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just because he I'm moves to think into the what place. What is the controlling idea of, of the Dark Knight Rises? The yeah. 2012 I'd, conclusion. It's funny because I I do wonder, like many films, specifically many part threes. Mm. Um, and one of them is a part nine, but we're calling it a part in, in the context of a modern Star yeah. Wars trilogy. It's a part. It's a part three. Yeah. I'm always thinking, you know, there's always, there's all, there always seems to be that interesting thing of we were going to wrap it up this way, but then something happened. So, you know, we were going to wrap up star Wars a certain way. And then they fired Colin Trevorrow because reasons. And I would have loved to see that film. Yeah. And, and, you know, they had that general plan for, for princess Leia, but then RIP the goat. Absolutely. Things happened in that film. And maybe I am too harsh on that film because there are just so many production things yeah. in that where you're like who was i talking to the other day no i wasn't talking to anyone i was listening to a podcast yeah um I'm thinking about it but we've been we've been playing halo infinite and yes, you have look fantastic Another i've got to say feels oh, yeah. like i'm feels like i'm 15 again playing combat evolved but with modern yeah. graphics and modern yeah. game mechanics i mean that, that's that sings out like that is what they intended to, to yeah. this is the game that they wanted to make. This is like, we, we yeah. want you to feel this. But I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about, man, it does feel like in terms of the narrative of this game, 
that this was rewritten a uh, 480 times. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I think that we have to acknowledge that as a thing in, in media, um, mm. perhaps more than we do. I mean, we're not giving, you know, we're not making excuses, there's, but I, but well, there is the whole thing. And I'm just the... got to say, I just got to say yeah. before you go, I've just got to tie it back. Cause go where's on, the fuck on. is Morgan going with this is that, there was a, this was not initially the film that they wanted to make. I I don't believe. I don't. Yeah. See, this is the thing that the MCU has really sort of. I don't want to be rude and say fucked up for everyone else, but they really did make their grand plan look easy. Like they really did. Like uh, not to not yeah. to criticize or, or or downplay any of the elements of the MCU right now, but. Uh, all of those films really did just chug along and and sort of feed into each other and continue up until the point of well now where we are now even up to you know no way home they've all just sort of i haven't seen it yet by the way but yeah. i know I'm, I'm fully aware of that because you texted me the other day asking me what i thought but in a way that had here we go a little side segment i want to make sure i get this text correct because i almost spoiled it for you in the second te- in this in the response i sent <laughs> and it went exactly like this. D- Did you like Spider-Man? Came to me at Sunday at 6.39. So I went, oh, that means he's probably seen it. Okay. Oh, and I sent I'm the so text glad. being <clears throat> not really. I-, I sent my response without mentioning a spoiler. Okay. The thing is, though, that I've, um, and maybe potential spoilers. Here's the thing. Potential spoilers for anyone coming up. Uh, I haven't seen it, but Dom has a potential Sp- Spider-Man. Oh, I'm not going to talk about. It. No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm here's not the thing. No, here's the thing, though. In the combination of people talking about things and also a seemingly weird and strange, and now it seems to make sense, um, explosion in William Defoe memes <laughs> on the internet. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. That's probably a thing. And then I was on Twitter last night, and I just randomly saw that a GIF of of him punching him. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, cool, damn! Thanks for that, Twitter." Yeah, don't, anyway. don't. You know what's sad? That's technically what? not even a spoiler because they put all of that in the trailer. Oh, that's in the trailer. That's in the trailer. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the full marketing. trailer. Good because it's too much. Yeah. Okay. Fair it's enough. Too much. But um, no. Look, we're not here to talk about Spider Man. We're here to talk about Batman. As that's much right. as I. Oh, wait, this film's about Batman. I actually almost completely forgot this film was about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it feels like that sometimes with Nolan. Yeah. It's, it's, but that's the beautiful thing about it is it's, it does this thing, and I've really grown to appreciate this about Nolan's Batman trilogy over the, over the years and over the growth of the Marvel empire, is that at no point, like, I think it's safe to say that there are a handful of characters everybody's just generally a fan of. Like, yeah. you have to go out of your way to dislike Batman, right? I feel like Nolan's Batman, I I don't remember where I was when I first saw it or at what point I first saw it because it was just sort of always, Batman was just always sort of around in my periphery. I mean, Batman Begins came out when I was seven. So Yeah, right. And I saw The Dark Knight before Batman Begins. Yeah, no, we talked about that during the the last The Dark Knight episode. I remember you saying that. But, like, in the general soup of it, like, the Batman toys on my playground were um, were the Christopher Nolan Batman toys. Cool. Which is, All right, that's you cool. know, just the wave. So growing up now and watching this huge boom of, of, of the Marvel Empire, 
and watching a lot of movies where I sometimes feel a little left out because I haven't read a comic or I, I'm not aware of a source material that they are hinting at. It's really cool to know that Christopher Nolan really just made a movie that makes Batman fans, that doesn't just play to them. It plays to everybody yeah. and creates new Batman fans. And I think that's yeah. really evident in who we'll definitely talk about the most in this episode by far, because we've already talked about, you know, Christian Bale as Batman. We've already talked about Michael Caine as Alfred, all of those stuff we've, we've, we've really covered. We're going to talk a lot about Bane and what yeah. I think is the ultimate strength of Christopher Nolan's movies. He's made three villains that have just been whole characters into themselves. Yeah, I, I would I would say I would agree. I would also say that at the core of this film though is hmm. Selena Kyle. Oh yeah. And her yeah. story arc. And actually and yeah, and I think going on top of what you're saying here is that that we made you that he started this trilogy by making a film about Batman. Yep. And then he made a film about Gotham City, and then he made a film about people Society. Who would, yeah, to try and do things around <laughs> Batman, and yeah. um, and that's kind of like, you know, which goes to me almost forgetting that this film is about Batman. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> I know he feels like that. He feels like the the sort of, I don't know what you call it, not low hanging fruit, but he's always. I feel like we definitely take him for granted at this point. But here's, you know, here's what I'm gonna again, you know, not leaving things to the end. I fucking love all of these films. Yeah. I I didn't rewatch this recently. I have I've seen this no. about five times. I, um, I, I remember seeing this in the cinema and being angry when yeah. people didn't like like people were like, Oh, I didn't like it, or I couldn't understand Bane's voice. I perfectly yeah. understood his voice. <laughs> everyone talks about this. And yeah. you know what's the same thing with Tenet? Everyone yeah. everyone like fifty eight percent of people, you know. Facts and sixty percent of facts are made up, guys. Fifty-eight yeah. percent of people, a lot of fucking people, are yeah. always whinging about how they couldn't understand any dialogue in Tenet. Look, yeah. I didn't see Tenet in the cinemas. Yeah, I will say, but, I will but, say, just as that perspective, first time was hard, and then for okay. some reason, the second time it got inexplicably easier. I really didn't know what it was because I went to a superior I, cinema to see it the first time yeah, with okay. better sound, and I was just like, "This sounds like shit." Hans, even though it wasn't Hans. I, I didn't know that beforehand, so I kept un, unfairly blaming it on Hans Zimmer. I went, Hans, turn the fucking music down. I can't hear no, them talk. No, it wasn't. It's it was not. Ludwig Granson. But um, yeah, you yeah, that's saw right. Batman in 2012, and um, which is fascinating because I have a story that slightly soured me to the film. In year, because this film came out when I was in year nine, and a bunch of my friends were in the modern history class, which was about six or seven people. A class I wasn't in. Right. One day, they were like, oh, yeah, we've organized a field trip with our class and the year 10 software class to go to Sydney, go to a museum for like two hours, and then go see The Dark Knight Rises in the IMAX. And And that was their school trip. And I went, what the? What? What? (laughs) What? Bro. Who? 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 Who who came up with that idea? Why weren't why weren't other? I just that that baffled me because then, 
like one of my two best friends in high school were in that class and they went on that trip and they came back the next day and went, yo, Batman was sick. And I'm like, wouldn't know, bro. Didn't get to go on the trip. Wow. I waited for that movie to, to come to release on DVD. And um, yeah, no, I definitely time. saw, I definitely saw this in, in, in the theater because, uh, because you know, Dark, Dark Knight was so great. And I was like, man, mm. I'm going to see this. This is fucking great. Yeah. So yeah, like that's the thing. I was quite frustrated with that. Yeah. Um, with that trope. Yeah. I, and I don't understand. I just don't understand. No. I've watched it now another couple of times. I've watched this heaps of times. Yeah. I understand the dialogue. I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know what it is either. It's it's because again, no, I, I'm not using subtitles. All right, that's not. No. <laughs> and the it big reveal, the, and I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for the <laughs> meddling subtitles. <laughs> that's the wild thing about the reception of the film is like that sort of gets that sort of is the main talking point, but people are still really positive about the film. Like, and and yeah. we forget the Dark Knight Rises was the second highest grossing film of 2012. Over a billion dollars. Three films made over a billion dollars. Yeah, that year. that's a lot of money. The Avengers, which is just uh, honestly, it's wild. Avengers number one, three hundred. Avengers Bill one. Bill. Yeah, look. Yeah, that's a no, that's a good film. Number two, The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, fantastic film. And sorry to give all our Bond heads PTSD, but number three was Skyfall. <laughs> all of those films made over What's a billion that? dollars. I've, and I, I haven't seen that film. What's that about? All just circles. <laughs> let's not let's not let's not send it. All of those are just circles of like Damn what it. you want in blockbusters. You know what I mean? Like they're all the three. Uh, can three we go back to twenty? Of- can we go back to twenty twelve? I mean, it's been next year. It's been ten years. I, I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm Holy wondering fuck. if we're about to have a Holy summer. Fuck. If we're about to have a summer of, uh, if we're a, a decade plus and. <laughs> Yeah, a decade plus, and the Dark Knight Rises still pones my dick. <laughs> I <laughs> let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not drag Kevin tweet. Smith through the coals. Sorry, Kevin. Um, Sorry, Kev. But yeah, like that's the thing that it dominated the conversation, and I, yeah. it kind of got me frustrated because it's, it's, it's. I think certainly some some problems, and I think I think tonally, people there mm. is there, there are tone issues that people have with it yeah that it shifts around things like uh when you're trying to make a universe that is that is grounded and then you make certain dis- yeah. pardon me, decisions that that go mm. off that i think some people had and i'm not this is not exclusively but things like that big fight sequence outside oh yeah the hall what is it is it like the the city yeah, hall it's, or it's the like bank city or hall. something it's like just yeah. in the streets of gotham yeah that Rioting. big fight, people are like, this is a bit too saccharine and yeah. why doesn't Batman just kill him? Yeah, they could literally, they could say and that that was too saccharine 10 years ago, but like now we've seen like things. the Capitol riots. We've seen, we've seen history be like, nah, we've seen people rioting in the streets. I don't think it was the fact that they were rioting in the streets. I think it was like the, how, how Batman just was able to stroll in. They're yeah. like, oh, he just gets to stroll in and then Bane's there and then they fight amongst it. And you're like, yeah, but this, okay, this is still a comic book film. This yeah. is a comic. It this was, is Batman. This is was fucking, guys, theme- just, you God. have to just suspend yeah. your disbelief. People, that was thematically established throughout the whole film. Did you, what, what, what else did you think was going to happen after we spent, what, 30, 40 minutes in a hole in a yeah. pit? <laughs> Learning he needs to, to fight him again. 
Of course. He needs, to, he needs to kick his ass slowly and methodically. And it's, I mean, maybe I'm not the only, look, th- this is leading to me believe that other people also forgot this film was about Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, while they were watching it. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's but got, I, yeah. So you go. Well, I was no, I was going to say it's got. I think this movie has always very well been in my lexicon. A because of the memes, a because my generation is obsessed with Bane posting, mm. for good reason. It's very funny, but <laughs> there are. <laughs> I've always thought, like, just thinking about it now, in terms of like blockbuster experiences, this one just goes. It's got, it's got very sort of lengthy setup. It does the blockbuster thing where it really makes the characters and the world interesting before we get to our very action-heavy sort of, like... Third I want to say, it's the, is it the midpoint or is it, like, closer to the third act when he when he bombs the football game and Gotham goes under siege? That's, that's like... I almost feel like that's halfway through the film. It's definitely, yeah. It's... Because the thing is that there's, yeah, there's some large... There's some set pieces, but... I feel like this film, whilst you know, how long is you, it? It's like two. No, you, you know, you. No, I'm looking up the answer. You, sorry, you continue. Because he can't. You can't. You can't. You almost cannot make, and certainly not within the same universe in the same trilogy and immediately following. It's very difficult to make a film as well paced as yeah. The Dark Knight. And you know, if you just take that out of the equation, you go, yeah. okay, what this film does well is it, it does do that. It does have a lengthy exposition, yeah. but all of those things are punctuated with these, you know, wonderful Nolan, mm. uh, you know, set pieces, you know, the bank heist. Yeah. Um, oh. That's, that's a great sequence. It's great. If, Cause you can just say any sequence and I can just immediately, I hear the bank quote associated. You yeah. said bank sequence. And I went, there's a stock exchange. There's no money here. Really? Yeah. What yeah. are you people doing here? Yeah. It's or great. Time to go mobile. Yeah. Just it's great. So many. Uh, I like the fact that he rocks up that, um, you know, Robin rocks up and sees the cement mixer there and you start seeing all those clues you're like oh when when that all happens you're like oh that's the guy that he saw outside the bank um i was about to be like wow we really called him robin huh but then i was like wait what is that actual motherfucker's name because they never because it's not it's not a big deal it's just jgl running around the city and then at the end he's like your middle name is nice you should use it robin Hang on, yeah. What it? No, I should know yeah. this. I know, I know what his name is. It's um. What now? I'm now. I'm now. I'm afraid to say anything because I've I'll got get it IMDb. Wrong. Hold up, it's, it's Blake. Because he's Officer Blake. He's just a cop Officer guy running Blake. around. I love. He is. He is. Just while we're talking about him, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. I think maybe the greatest everyman action hero. And I don't know if it's just the brain. My my constant forever association of him and Bruce Willis in Looper. Well, but, that's the thing. I haven't. I don't think I've, I haven't seen Looper, but I. But that's in, the thing. You, you're like but, because he's the he's the original yeah. every man action. But hero. at least, yeah. But at least here in Inception and The Dark Knight Rises, and I'm trying to think of other Joseph Gordon-Levitt action movies, but it's very hard given his recent output. He is just such a normal-looking guy that is constantly pulling off all this exceptional action, and I just go, "Wow, he's good." I really, I've, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a performer. 
um, ensemble cast, you know. Mm. All of these elements are, are great. But I, I'd like to, yeah, the bank sequence, yep. um, even the, even just the tension that's held with within those quieter moments of drama, yep. like when they're yep. being walked out on the ice. Oh, yeah. Um, and all those little things that just, I think it just punctuates. Yes, there's lots of exposition, but yeah. it's punctuated by things that keep you, yeah. that keep you, not, I'm not on the yeah. edge of your seat, but they keep you questioning what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that is so also perfect. Like way in the beginning, like during the, during the, like the, the, the fundraiser that Bruce Wayne holds as a recluse and then his first interaction with Catwoman. Yeah. That scene is. Yeah. Just, that's great. There's such a good, there's a great dynamic there where he can like automatically see through the bullshit, but she's like constantly trying to figure out how to play him. And then she proceeds to do it with everybody else that she interacts with in the film, mm. like with Bern Gorman and the goat. Oh, that sequence the in goat. the, that is the, so great. I love that sequence in the bar. And, and the, the way that she's somebody screams. we don't talk about on the, enough on the show. We don't talk enough about Aussie icon Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, Mendo. Mendo. I Mendo. Mendo's in this film. Mendo has... <laughs> Mendo just gets done so dirty by Bane, but it's it's an iconic scene. It's an iconic he, scene. I always forget, is he... Because there's like a hierarchy. Yeah. He's the is guy Mendo- who's... Fu- he's the construction guy who owns the company who's also funding Bane's... Yeah. Bane's. But he's helping Bane as far is as he Isn't there goes, another guy above him who gets... No, there's, no the he's... he's <laughs> Well, it's Bane because Bane's like, you think this has power? You think you have power over me? He's like just putting his like hand, he's caressing his shoulder. This may be the great, I love that scene so much because you just watch Ben Mendelsohn crumple like a napkin when all Bane does is just caress his shoulder. He's like, you think you have control? Um, No, Ben Mendelsohn is paying Bane. There's there's, there's a guy, Burn there's Gorman the other underneath guy. Bane. Under, he's underneath Bane, yeah. and then there's Mendo. Right, I'm just trying to. No, remember. no, 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 no. It's it's Bane, Mendo, Burn Gorman. Oh, that's right, that's right. It's Burn Gorman sort of doing the legwork of the the operation, and I forget what happens to Burn Gorman. Like, no, he gets sent out on the thing. He's like, he does I was trying to help. He gets sent right. out to exile. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about like the the I've, I was thinking about like the when the when Commissioner Gordon sent out there. Um. No, because yeah, we have right. to. Because no, that he's he's sent out there, so there's the setup. So yeah. we know. No, what I remember. That yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know I what remember. that whole thing is. Yeah, their yeah. whole dynamic is is great, and is 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 sort of that that plays really well. Just between their whole, they think they're paying Bane to destabilize Wayne's company entirely. Yeah, and then only to find out Bane's like, no, I'm destabilizing everything because that is that's the goal. Uh, that is okay. that is the one thing that I'm like, if I was a cynical R slash movies, cinema sense type of prick, I would have a bigger problem with so, so he just wants to bomb it at the end, why? Like the bomb has yeah. always felt like I know why it's there and I think it's functional as like an arbitrary ticking clock for Batman. But I always thought, like, it's really effective. The most effective the climax ever is is just all the moments of Bane and his henchmen just running things in the city while it's under under siege. That's what I. That's that whole part of the 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 the, the climax is so intriguing because it's it's not something we've seen in a superhero movie before. Like, it's I'm not, wondering. 
if we want to track back to something mm. that you said at the very beginning of this, mm. what, and we've touched on it, but like, what, what do you think the theme of this film is? Like, what is this yeah. film about? I'm trying to think about like the controlling idea. Cause it's, it, it is, it, is it quite simple? Is it actually about redemption and the end of a cycle? Yeah. Well, cause here's the thing. It's the least obvious of the three. Cause the first one, the controlling idea is clearly just it's in the title. Um, it's on the box. It's on the, yeah. t- it's, it is yeah, what it says on the, on the tin. tin. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one is just, you know, uh, you know, societal, like people are, people are pretty shitty and they don't always make the best decisions. Um, (laughs) yeah. And which is like interesting about this one, because there's, like I said, there's, there's the Bane plot, which again, sort of gets undercut by just like, are we going to blow up the city? Because it's ultimately the the continuation we find out, and I think at this point, you know, spoilers for the Dark Knight Rises. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> I can doubt it. it. You know, it's revealed that ah, oh, we're the League of Shadows technically, and we're we're going to finish what Ra's al Ghul started, which was just destroy Gotham through fear. But again, then they're just like, so you want to do that successfully, and then just blow it up. You don't want to just leave it as like a monument to. To that and then we introduce uh marion cotillard oh boy I- i'm gonna keep that's, it 100 that's the real that's the real actual connection to the league of shadows like yeah it's all because well, she's talia al Ghul. yeah that's right uh but oh my lord i think this movie and inception combined i've i had maybe still have i don't know the biggest crush on marion cotillard yeah she- she was my celebrity crush for a long time. Yeah, I can see that. That's cool. And then Carol Bouquet from For Your Eyes Only took the number one spot. I, th- I find the most frustrating parts of the plot of this film centered around her, I think. And yeah. her interactions. Yeah, and I can't exactly put my finger on it. I just feel, <clears throat> I mean, I know we're talking about a Nolan film here, but I, I, I get to the, sometimes when I watch it, I do get to the point where I'm like, I just... I mean, you know, it's that great betrayal and that's the twist, but I'm always like, well, I just, yeah, I can never fully buy the whole, she then just wants to get, I don't know. Do you know Uh, what I mean? Because it's just, it's just a trope of like, oh, you killed my father. It's like, yeah, your father was a terrible man. Yeah. I think it wouldn't work. Like, I just kind of find that frustrating whenever it comes up. It's like, I agree. Okay. But I think for me it wouldn't work if it wasn't the reveal that she was the, the child who climbed out of the pit. Like, yeah, for the longest okay, time, true. they assume that it is Bane that has climbed out of the pit and they're always talking about it and there's flashbacks when he's, you know, struggling to grow back in the pit. Um, But with that reveal at the end that it's... And then they show, like, they show Tom Hardy without the mask like help this child out and then get, I don't know what happens to that guy. They like beat him up so bad that they nearly bust up his jaw. Um, That's the really, that's the part where I'm like, okay. Cause that's really well seeded throughout the, the rest of the movie, at least. Yeah, when actually, about, that's true. But it is, but you know, again, it is, it, that is very tropey of, Oh, she seduced him and sort of, you know, and her game. death, I think, you know why? Because her death is annoying. Is it? Yeah. It's like her shaking in the 
car in the front of the truck yeah, and then yeah, she well, like she's... dies with a jerk and it's like no that's so 1985 yeah i just i always she... hate that part yeah it's because it's like that i really like how sort of generally pared down that sequence is that real like climactic sequence of of, of chasing down the bomb in the truck um gary oldman being stuck in the truck while the fights are happening and then the bat cop just sort of like looking for it. And I think it's really well pared down, but the stakes are still there, which is the important thing. Um, but yeah, it's, I forget what she even says like in her speech. I don't know. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the lowest, yeah. it's a low point. It's not a bad, but it's, it's a low point of that for me because that really takes me out of it. Yeah. When she dies like that in a real monologuing yeah. jerk, yeah. I'm now dead yeah. way. It's like, yeah, what are we, like six sort of year olds slump. playing in the sandpit? Like, yeah. what are you, oh, you shot me. Yeah. Uh, I'm dead uh, now. Yeah. It's yeah, just she's very, like, she just, I don't understand. I remember the frame. She sits there and she's just got her head tucked into her like shoulders. Like she's. Yeah. Like she's I just didn't buy it. And yeah. that took me out of it. I think that's but, what annoys me about it. But right after that is maybe. You're right. Everything else is really well seated. Well, in that right after that is my favorite. I don't want to say my favorite scene in all three, but it's certainly up there. Is just that 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 three movie payoff that is so light of Batman's about to fly the thing off, and Commissioner Gordon's like, "You don't yep. have to do this. Come on, we'll we'll figure out a way." Yeah, yeah. He's just like um, it cuts to this cuts to him in the office. Well, no, because it shows that he says the line, and I forget how the line gets set up. It's in a way that's much more tasteful than we're about to explain it. Get back on mic, by the way. You're too far away. Yeah, sorry. Um. <laughs> he, Even he, when I can't see you, I know. <laughs> Where am I? Where is, where's the bug technique? Um, he sits up the line. It's something that can be as reassuring as um, putting a coat around a boy's shoulders and telling him the world isn't going to end. And then just cuts to that frame from, from yeah, film one of just young great. Gordon putting the coat over after the death of the twins. And he just stands back and he thinks about it and he goes, huh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And that's just it. And that's just like, damn, that is more effective than I think any reveal of, of demasking. I almost wish, movie. yeah, I almost wish he didn't say it, but I know that that's the, then that's also an accessibility thing. Well, I kind of wish, I kind of wish they didn't just show the, the footage from the first one or at least the, um, I don't know. Cause I think that's the part that gives it away. I think if he just walked off and was like, Bruce Wayne, I think that would have, that would have been a little more subtle. Uh, but let's get to the bomb, I guess. Because you, you have to have, you have to have, like anyone, you know, anyone who's not watching this, you know, anyone who's listening to this film mm. can't see that frame. No. And so they have to hear him say Bruce Wayne. True. Even though they um, know, because they know that he's Bruce Wayne. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just that thing. And um, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, let's, let's talk about the, 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 the ending ending. Because I, I don't think it doesn't. I don't think it doesn't work. But I, I'm always just like, Meh. I think it's great because it's cut together in that great Nolan way of like, yeah, the scores building and everyone's like, like, well, they couldn't fix the autopilot. It's like, yeah. oh, it says here it was patched six yeah. months ago by Bruce Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> no, what I, what I, what I always really like is just the and the setup too, because it goes back to Michael Caine, who is such a good performer in these movies. And always, I think Michael Caine is a real sucker. He can give a really emotional speech, and I'll, and I'll and I'll invest in it. For the most part, actually, I saw him in a movie on SBS on demand 
um, a month or so ago where he's like shooting drug dealers and then he's just shot one. And he's, he's giving like a very Alfred Pennyworth-esque speech about, I had a mate, I had a buddy who was into wars. <laughs> I was like, like I, here's the thing, the best, uh, you know, I mean, everyone talks about Bane posting, like Bane shit yeah. posting. Yeah, no, no, Bane no. Posting. The best, the best gift of the the best meme gift is much more niche from mm. this film. It's it's when people tweet about how they're like, "Wait, what the fuck? Alfred was suddenly working for the British government in Africa. When when did he do that?" <laughs> ch- yeah, he was in Burma and we found that's right, a that's ruby right. in the of a dendrite. Um, but no, he, I, his speech, it's very early on. Cause it's tied so well into the character where Alfred at this point is like, you, you, and I will do, be doing the impression for it. No, you, oh my you, God. You don't, you don't have to be doing with this Buster Wade. You don't have to be running around the city as Batman no more. The city needs Bruce Wayne more than it needs Batman. And he gives that really emotional speech about how every, when he was gone in That's Batman Begins. You could go, you could go toe to toe with, uh. Coogan and Bryden. Get me at the table. Get me at the table with the. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. (laughs) No, it's more nasal. It's more nasal. It's more nasal. It's it's not. Put it up in your nose. I took a holiday. (laughs) And I love this. I love. I've been quoting this line for nine years. Every year, when you record, I took a holiday. And I sat at an Italian cafe. And I had this little fantasy where I look across the table and see you, maybe with a wife and a couple of kids. That's what I hoped for you, Master Wayne. And then cut to the end of the movie when everyone's all sad because they're like, damn, Batman's dead. Bruce no, Wayne's but they know dead. it's coming because he fixed the autopilot. But the payoff, know, you know, it's, it is so funny, though, that... And, and again, it makes sense. if It doesn't have to be explained because it's Batman. And I'm sure that all the people who give a shit about the details are also big Batman fans. And they're like, oh, well, he could just do the reconnaissance and figure out where Alfred went on his holidays and found the specific cafe that he was going to and the specific table he sat at. And this is why we don't go on our Dark Knight Rises. But that's, no, but that's the beautiful thing is that, that that Reddit audience has already done that math in their own heads compared to the casual audience. You saw, oh, he went to the cafe. That's cute. Yeah, that's, that's it. Who cares? Both sides win in that scenario. This is a comic book. This is fantasy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Reddit. Fuck off. And, and he's get, yeah. yeah. Can you believe that the CEO of Reddit or the founder of Reddit is married to Serena Williams? No, that's wild. That is, yeah, that's real. Crazy. Look up a photo of, look up the photo of the two of those in your own time and just let that sink over. You too, listener. You look up a photo of that and just go, yeah, he probably, I don't know. <laughs> can he can he can he get anything off off Reddit that he doesn't want? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to think: is there a nuke button for Reddit? Reddit as a whole is just like anyway. Still, still a better choice in partner than Drake. So, yeah, well done, Serena. You do you. Well done. I can't wait to review. Have you seen the trailers for that movie about Will Smith as their father coaching them to play tennis? Yeah, like it doesn't look too bad. I, just I think it's going to be accurate. A- it is. I think it's going to be a future Cole Sparkin bit movie, and I can't wait to discuss it as such. <laughs> I think that movie's going to be all right, but certainly something I look yeah. forward to paying five dollars for. Anyway, this mm. I think this holds up. I think it's I think it's great. It, I think it, it's very important. I think it's such an important film. Big blockbuster uh, energy, and yeah, I think you know what you were saying before. Like maybe maybe ten years on, this is 
actually a really important film in some ways. It's like I mean, hey, it's look, still you know, like, I think is, it is because it's it's been out for ten years. We literally discussed this more than we discussed the Dark Knight. Like, yeah, the, everyone the, likes this, to talk about the controversy around. It's just it's just cool. So I don't understand yeah. what the controversy is. Nope, there's no controversy a, in this film, is there? It's a perfectly cromulent third yeah. part. If you can't hear Bane, turn on some subtitles. You have the luxury of doing that now. Yeah, just do that. Honestly, but, I understood every word. I t- uh, yes, I. T- oh. And everyone, go treat yourselves to like some Bane posting. Watch that first scene. Watch the guy from Game of Thrones, BCIA, and be oh, yeah, a big that's guy. Him. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. I love watching that. That scene is art. It will be painful. You're a big for guy you. for you. Here we go. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do the scene? Do you want to recreate it now? <laughs> no, I know all the I words. Got, I don't know the whole line. But there's Dr. just Marvel. So- I'm CIA. Uh, there's- you don't get to bring friends. He's not my friend. <laughs> I could. I. I will not subjugate our listeners to the whole thing. But no, just please know don't. I can. Just please know don't. I can. Yeah. Look, if you want that, sign up to our non-existent sound effects Patreon. and all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just audibly recreate movies. <laughs> We do them as audio dramas, just yeah. Just I will you say, doing all the characters. Yeah, I will say while we didn't talk about it quickly, Hans Zimmer's music very good. Yeah, it's good in this. Specifically, it's good. it the, was good in the last oh, one. Hey, but yeah, that's that's real like panic inducing music for me. I think it's, yeah, it it is talking about um the people arising against something. Mm. There's an oppressor. Mm. Late stage capitalism. Oh yeah, and we gotta we gotta burn it all to the ground. Whenever there's a good villain, there's a good point. It's always like, yeah, man, he's got a yeah. good point. He needs to burn yeah. this to the ground. Like this sucks. Yeah. yeah, Bane just went a little bit too far. He was affecting the affecting everybody. You know yeah, what I'm bit saying? Of an overachiever. Yeah, a whole city doesn't have to suffer. All those people who were at the football game, like they're just they're, they're the common Damn. class. They're the RIP. He blew up the box with the mayor in it, but yeah, that's and just... the mayor. Oh yeah, he's great. By the way, I think he's I think he's really cute. In all that three guy, of them, yeah, I love I've him. Never, he's fantastic. I've never seen that guy in anything else, dude. He's in Morning oh. Wars, and he's great in it. Love that. You got to get on that Apple train. Love that. No, he's great. Yeah, he's always he's one of those guys that crops up in places, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, thank him. you for listening to this Nolstus. Look, no one else, no, you know, he, here's us again back on our bullshit reviewing a nearly 10-year-old film. Um, mm. argue, argue, look, here's the thing, definitely bargain bin picks, even though we have oh, to yeah. keep him with the, the Nolan Nolstus theme. Every we'll see you in months. another six months for a Nolan film. Uh, I don't know which ones you, are going to be yet. And we will see you in our next episode for a fucking completely normal bargain bin pick. Well, yeah, we might take a break. Do oh, you want to yeah, do Christmas in February? Because I am away, actually, quite away in July, in January. Yeah. Um, yeah. We might, you might see us, but otherwise, and yeah. you know, the next time you hear us, no Bond, will, no, no Bond, Nolstice, no Nolan. Maybe Christmas in February, but you know, we'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll chat to you guys then. Thanks everyone for listening. The people that do, you know who you are. You know what? Well, yeah. And I never, I always forget to say to say this, but I got to say, if you love us, boys. Mm. Jump onto iTunes and give us a five-star review and just tell mm. everyone that this is actually the best film review podcast that you need. Oh, you yeah. don't need, you don't need, you know, 
highfalutin people from the Guardian. You don't need don't even, all those fancy government funded people from the ABC. Yeah, I don't even you know any other film podcast right now. now we're the us. only film we're podcast. In the at least the only one that's two straight white men talking about Christopher Nolan. Yeah. At the very least. At the very least. All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Love you all. See you in February. Bye.